Hey, Night Owls. Welcome to the final June mini of Isn't It Past Your Bedtime. I'm Rachel. And I'm Krista. Uh, if you caught last week's, you know that one, this is summer themed, and two, a mom dies. So that's pretty much the only trigger warning I have for this book. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, truly, I thought I would start with that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unlike me where I threw it in at the very end. But I guess mine is really for reading the book. So yeah, mine's like a little more prevalent, I will say in the book, which is why I wanted to specifically call it out, which is partly why I thought it was so funny that you mentioned it happened in your book, because it felt like it wasn't super like prevalent mine is um okay. the book that i picked uh someone described it as a chilling fireside tale i don't i don't know that i would call it that but i will say it is pretty heavy on the grief which makes sense for what happens in this book mm-hmm. um i think authors should be required to list that in the book at the back mm-hmm. or somewhere you're just going to tell me early on mm-hmm like yeah if it's not mm-hmm. going to spoil anything if it's not going to like say that. just say it and even if it is just be like there yeah. could be like a or like a website where you could go and be like right. spoiler trigger warnings and be like, oh, I really want to read this book. And if you spoil it, you spoil it because you're still not going to read it. It's like, does the dog die? Like mm-hmm. I need one that's like, does the mom die? Yeah, exactly. But anyways, that little caveat aside, um, I did enjoy this book. The book that I picked was The Haunting of Bryn Wilder by Wendy Webb. Uh, I don't know, just kind of spoke to me and it said that someone was going to be haunted. So I was interested immediately. Um basically i'm like i feel like this was like very messy (laughs) i'm like okay where do i even start without like giving away too much information because there were some things that kind of led me to think how it might end but also the end was like out of left field so i don't think that there's anything i could describe but i'm trying to like get it straight in my brain i was like is there something i could tell you that would like be the hint i don't know hopefully not we'll see um Basically, what this book is about, though, is the main character, Bryn. She is going through a lot of life changes right now. Her mom has recently died of cancer, um, and she was her caretaker for a really long time. Her dad and brother, after the mom died, decided they were going to go on, like, a trip. I think they went to, like, Scotland or something. Uh, Bryn was married for, they say, about 20 years, so I don't know exactly how old she is. I'm going to guess because of the way that she talks about, like, her past relationships and her marriage she's probably in like her late thirties to early forties at the, at the most. Okay. Um, but it's, it's really unclear. There are some times where I'm like, this woman that they're describing is like 25, but that's not possible <laughs> if she just got out of a two decade marriage. Yeah. So there's some inconsistencies there, but they do intentionally make it vague. And honestly, time is kind of a construct in this particular book. So it's interesting the way they go about it. Um, but her, her partner decided to leave her. He felt like her taking care of her mom, ruined their relationship because she was never around and she was a different person and like you know grief trauma life things happen sounds like they mostly just drifted apart really um so after all of that goes down in her life kind of right back to back like you would be lost she she's a professor of like modern literature she's been on a sabbatical for a year she's supposed to go back in the fall this book takes place during one summer, essentially. Like you get like a quick little follow up in like the last chapter, but basically this all happens during the same summer. Okay. So imagine the kind of situation that our main character is in when we start this story. It's yeah, not good. Goodness, no. Um. So she's got all this chaos going on, and an old friend that she hasn't talked to in a long time. Again, indicating she's older than like twenty five. Just saying. Um. <laughs> her old friend was like, you know what? When I went through a messy divorce and like my life was chaos. I went to this place called Wharton, 
and I'm I think it's like an island, mostly islandy because they talk about like the ferry, but I don't think it's exclusively an island. It's kind of unclear. Um, it is on water. Uh, so her friend Kate invites her to come. Her, Kate ended up when she went there after her divorce. She met the man of her dreams. She's married to the sheriff now. She runs uh, an inn with her cousin and his husband. So she's like, "This is perfect for you. You can come. Yeah. You can recharge. Like." We'll get you a room. Um, she didn't want to stay where Kate, like at Kate's hotel because it's too expensive. And she's like, summer is like your peak months. I don't want you giving me a deal on a room because that's not fair for your business, which I think is like, wow, so mature and respectful. Yeah, like, like so nice. Like you could get like really good accommodations, but. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know that I would have thought about that, but it must be like an extraordinary amount. Like if a friend gave me like a small discount on a room, I think that would be different, but I'm guessing it's implied that she was willing to give her like basically a steal. So Kate helps her find another place uh, in town to go stay. Um, so she stays, I don't remember what the place is called, honestly, it doesn't really matter. Uh, but she stays at this other inn that has like a diner attached to it. And this lady Luann runs it. There are only like six rooms there and it's like kind of a converted house. So like you have your own like bathroom, like toilet, but the showers and tubs are shared. Mm. So it used to be like more of a shared space situation. Like I kind of imagine like a dorm room is, yeah. um, I don't know. I had a hard time wrapping my brain around what this place looked like, but essentially I ended up imagining it as like an old inn. Mm-hmm. So, but it's attached to like a little diner, but it's like a 1950s cute diner. And like, it's a small town. So like they have happy hour every Wednesday at three and the whole town comes and like, oh, that's, I love it. She gets there <laughs> on the day of happy hour and everyone wants to meet her. And like, she's a little overwhelmed, but she's like, okay, like it seems happy here though. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what to do with myself because I have never had this kind of time. Like I've been a caretaker for years. I never focus on me. So like, this is probably going to be a good situation for her. Um, There are other people who are staying for the summer, Uh, a gay couple, um, Gil and Jason. They're very sweet. I like them. (laughs) And then this mysterious gentleman named Dominic. Ooh, hello, Dominic. I know, right? And room number five is closed for the season. I don't like that though. Uh-uh. Yeah. So Luann like tells her this when she like gets her into her room and everything and like introduces her to it, but she like doesn't really say why room five is closed, but she finds out from Gil because he immediately comes over to introduce himself. He's like a very lively character who's interjecting himself on and everything. Um he tells her that while Luann, like during the off seasons, so during winter, she closes it. She goes on a vacation. She goes somewhere else. I think they have like another property or something that they go to. doesn't really matter. Anyways, when she came back from the winter, there was a dead woman in room number five. Nobody knows who she is. They never identified her. Her body is still sitting in the morgue for the city. Like the police have no idea. Very long time to keep a body. Yeah. Apparently they keep it for three months and then they cremate it. I was like, the, I feel like three months is too long. Yeah. Also, like you could like take pictures of the body for like identification if somebody came by. Like, I don't know. I didn't. Like, ask oh, questions. I I think that might be my loved one. Can I look at this old decaying body to confirm? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, either, I don't. I don't, I don't know. Small town. Maybe. Maybe it or... was. Maybe they just described it unclearly. Maybe they cremate them and then they keep them for three months. I I don't know. But it was weird that they kept them for. I don't know. Anyway, it's weird. Yeah. This old lady's never been identified. They don't know who she is. They don't know how she got in. Nobody saw anybody go in or out of the inn. And it's a small 
town. Like people are paying attention. People watch other people's properties when they're gone. So it's like very suspicious. And Brynn thinks it's real weird. And it is real weird. Because yeah. <laughs> um, Luann decided that like out of respect for that old lady, like they don't know who she was. They don't know what happened. They're just going to keep the room shut for the season, which I also think is a little weird. Like you only have six rooms. Just clear the room out. Yeah. Like we Whatever. can do it like respectfully to still respect her, but I don't feel like it's disrespectful to use the room when it's a hotel or inn and yeah. she broke in and then died yeah. there of natural causes. It's not like she was murdered. Like there was yeah. no indication that there was foul play. It's just weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't know that I need to like be that respectful to a squatter, but okay, that's fine. We're, yeah, we're gonna anyways. Do it. whatever so Brent thinks it's strange she does start to have some weird experiences at the hotel where she like thinks someone's like calling her name and she has these like sleepwalking episodes um she does though start up this is also like it's like haunting and romance all at the same time uh so she does start up a relationship with the mysterious man dominic who her friend's husband the police chief is very suspicious of and thinks that like he might be involved in that woman's death because okay. he showed up like right after and they're like why are you here for the summer and he's like real vague about what he does he says he like helps people who are in transition like mm. which doesn't really tell in you transition much. Like, to the other side he specifically there's like one line in there where he says that if people are like looking for like the next step forward or like way to better their lives he's there and he helps them with that and he said if they're not i help them with that too oh. so i have no clue what dominic does <laughs> I don't think anybody does. Brynn at a certain point just is like, okay, you help people. That's sure. that's cool. You're a nice person and that's all I know about you. Um, <laughs> they have like this like weird connection where they feel like they've known each other for a really long time. Like it's usually like the way that like books describe like twin flames where like you're immediately comfortable and like you feel like you've known this person forever. She starts having these dreams about him. Dominic is like full tattooed, like full body tattooed. So Gil refers to him as the illustrated man. So like it comes up that he's like the illustrated man and the illustrated man is actually a book. And I didn't look it up to see if this is a real book, but the reference is basically that the illustrated man is somebody, he's like a homeless guy and he's like covered in tattoos or whatever. And each of the tattoos on him is like a different story of somebody that he's like had part in their life or something like that but there's a big empty spot on his back and if you look at it for too long your story is going to show up there so it's like it's like kind of mythical but also kind of creepy but like Bryn is pretty sure that they're just referring to him as an illustrated man because of his like full body tats which I yeah. think is fair but she does read the book and it's an interesting like little addition here to their like relationship right where it's like all these different levels like this book is like very deep on a lot of levels and then mind-blowing at the end because I really thought I saw where it was going to go um Basically, because she starts having all these haunted experiences, Dominic totally believes her. I think he's still very sus. Um, They uh, have, like, a lot of this is, like, interpersonal relationships, so I'm obviously not going to give you all those details. But um, the gay couple, Gil and Jason, they have Alice, who is Jason's ex-wife. So Jason was married for, like, 30 years. Mm -hmm. And then he decided, as he got older, that he really didn't. It was, like, a a Grace and Frankie situation. He Uh wanted... Mm-hmm. He knew yeah. he was gay. He's like, I want to live my life now. He left yeah. his wife. And then she very shortly after came down with like very severe early onset Alzheimer's. Mm. So he feels guilty. Yeah. So uh, Alice is having a hard time finding a caretaker. So Gil and Jason, like I said, there's a lot going on in this like little inn in one freaking summer. Yes, yeah, seriously. Um, so Gil and Jason take Alice in. 
Bryn and Dominic are like kind of having their own little relationship at the time. They offer to like help with Alice so that like Gil and Jason can go do stuff because Alice knows who Jason is. He's the love of her life. That's all she knows. She has no clue who Gil is. She gets very confused and like frustrated and scared. Like if Jason's not around, but she trusts Dominic and Bryn for some reason. Like she's like, I don't know why. Like she says like weird things that she shouldn't know. Like they start to suspect that she might be psychic because she like was talking to Bryn one time and she made a reference to a joke that Bryn and her friend had made like 30 years ago. Huh. And she was like, how would she know that? Like, so just a lot of weird stuff happens, like between like Bryn sleepwalking and then Alice having these weird visions and then like the voices calling her. There's one time where Bryn wakes up like in room number five, like she saw this old woman, the old woman hands her the book, the illustrated man. And then like Bryn like passes out basically and then wakes up and then goes and gets the book to read it. Like Hmm. there's a lot of very weird stuff happening here. Yeah, Um, seriously. Like I said, because there's so many things happening, I don't really feel like I can tell you, like, a ton of details about it. But, like, I feel like you're getting the vibe of, like, mm-hmm. what this book is. Like, yeah. it's haunted. There's a lot of romance. Um, I appreciated that the sex wasn't, like, overly gratuitous because it okay. wasn't necessary. Like, it was very much implied and very obvious that they have a, a really passionate and, like, connected sex life. But it wasn't, like, gross details. You know what I mean? Yeah, How it's, it's like, not smutty. I didn't need that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I did really appreciate that about this book. Um because Bryn's like beginning was like her mom dying there are a lot of sections in here that go backwards and talk about her mom being sick talk about her mom with cancer talk about how Bryn is dealing with the grief so those are obviously things I can't really describe to you but you can imagine that's basically what this book does so it's mostly just chronological from Bryn's point of view but it does go back and forth a little bit for her past to give you some context uh I really can't tell you anymore because like everything <laughs> else at this point just like starts to get wild. Um, I really enjoyed it though. I was honestly going to give it a three. I was like, it's like silly ghosts and like whatever. And like, this is obviously this. No, mm, the end. You're wrong. Was it ridiculous? A little. <laughs> okay. <laughs> was I surprised? Yes. Because I was surprised, even though it was super ridiculous and I can't, I was like, really? That's where they <laughs> went with that? I'll tell you after we're done recording because yeah, you're probably not going to read it. But yeah, now I got to know. But it did bump it up to like a three and a half because okay. like the ridiculousness kept it from being like a four and a half. But yeah, it was still worth reading. Like it was an interesting journey. Like I said, the the front of it, someone described it as a chilling fireside tale. I don't know if I describe it as that. I didn't really think the ghost stuff was like spooky or anything. It was just like, hmm, that was weird. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah, one of so, those, but. But maybe for somebody who, like, ghosts are kind of scarier, like, it might be that kind of chilling factor. I mean, ghosts are scary. I don't want one in my house. Do I love reading about ghosts? Do I love watching ghost shows and, like, hearing about it? Absolutely. Do I want one around me? No. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you got to make sure the universe knows that. Got to clarify. I, I put that out there every time I go to a spooky house or see a scary haunted doll. You are not <laughs> welcome to follow me home. But... For this book's purpose, yeah, I would give it like a three and a half to four, honestly, just because okay. it was really surprising the way that they ended it. I did really like the the relationships that they had, that nothing really felt hokey. It's just that like the ghost stuff felt like a little silly. But once I got to the end, I felt like it kind of made sense why it had to be that way. So mm-hmm. it all tied in. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. But so. yeah, not no regrets. Okay. But Good. surprised. Mm-hmm. Good. I mean, we actually got a lot closer on both of our books than we thought. Summer, some romance, 
a mom's dead. Oh, we did. Yeah, I didn't have any ghosts in mine. But basically but... the same book. Yeah, seriously. Like, <laughs> just take the ages and put them in different spots. It's great. Uh, yeah, hope you all liked our fun little minis. We have all kinds of fun things planned because we just figured it out for ourselves. So, yeah, sure come back, listen to all of our other episodes, and we'll talk to everyone later. Bye, everyone. Bye.